Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! It's Pucko! Welcome to the 227th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, uh, Bosphus, and Mr. Maximus. And we are here today to bring you the 227th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. And if you are new, we are more than a Pokemon podcast. We are also a Pokemon community. You can check us out at PucklePodcast.com. And we just do all of these wonderful things, tournaments and stuff like that. But bear with us. You can just listen to the podcast. There's no water off my back. Is that the word? Is that? I think uh, I combined a couple things. I think you did sweat off my back. I think sweat off my back. And then yeah. water runs off a duck's back. What? I think that's the thing. Because it's like, okay. like water on a, it's on a duck's back because they like repel water. They're ducks. Mm. Yeah. It's like a Labrador. And it's it, this is just going into the ground. Uh, All right. Yeah, your host, Trainer Thatch, is also the um, world record holder for the amount of times you can say puckle in under a minute. I say puckle a lot at the beginning of every show. Yeah, I, I know. I'd like to I have to, like, introduce it for the new people, you know? Somebody's going to click on it and be like, what's puckle stand for? And it we are the Pokemon Underground Champions League. So oh, I am yeah. going to ask you guys the question I ask you every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Um, well, I'll start. Uh, I, um, I played some, some blue version and then I bought red version and then I played some red version on the, on the, on the Wii or not the Wii, the 3DS, uh, virtual console. That's pretty cool. Other than that. Oh, I got the, the Celebi box. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got the Celebi box with the pin so I could put it on my Bulbasaur lanyard. That's what I was really excited for. <laughs> I got the um, pin too, but that's because Misty and I bought a shadow box and we just put all the pins in it. Oh, 
cool. Yeah, so like it's getting pretty. We we had a small shadow box and then we filled it up, so we had to go buy a bigger <laughs> shadow box. And so we've got a little bit more room to expand, but I guarantee you, in like a year, it'll be uh, it'll be pretty full. But nice. I, I I love those pins. Those pins are like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, they're they are really nice. And on the backs of the the generations ones, they have uh, little pokeballs. They have little uh, pokeballs on the back of all of them. Oh, do they? See, I don't buy any of them. Yeah, that's your problem. You should well, you should spend an um, exorbitant amount of money on Pokemon cards that come with pins and figures. See, I just try to get the most card for my buck. But see, that's reasonable. But, I agree. Yeah, right, I agree with that. Right. right. Um, but I got a Jolteon EX from that generation set. Oh yeah, you showed really, that to me. I was, yeah, I was really happy about it because that's my uh, that's my Pokemon. And another card that I got that I really like, I, I put it on my refrigerator because I liked it so much, but it was this Charizard. And he's in a winter storm, and his trainer's there. And they're both like, the trainer has his arm up like to block the wind, and then Charizard mm-hmm. also has his wing like covering the both of them, blocking the snow and the wind. And it just looks like they're adventuring, but it's a a reverse hollow card. So it's got the little like insignias in it, but instead of having like flames for the fire type, it has mm-hmm. snowflakes that are holographic. Oh, that's really cool! And so it really adds to the the art of the card, and I like the card so much. Oh, like, the art! Like a, the art in these cards is absolutely wonderful. It is fantastic, and they're doing some reprints of uh, older arts. I got the mm-hmm. the derpy slowpoke. Um, yeah, I, I even like had one handy so I could show candy bars the side by side comparison of the new <laughs> one and the old one. Like it was just sitting out and i was like oh yeah right here he's like dang you just have this stuff ready all the time (laughs) Uh, we were we were playing around on skype this morning earlier and uh we lost we lost thatch (laughs) he he was gone and uh and so while we're waiting for him to come back in um i i was giving a a tour of my room to uh (laughs) to the buckle to the blackthorn council of all my pokemon stuff that i could just reach (laughs) um and it went on for like four or five minutes. So anyway, that's all. That's Thanks. all. <laughs> uh, how about you, Maximus? You been up to anything cool? Um. Well, to start off from last night, I had the first official John Puckle chat chat up meetup. That oh, that's I was right. Last night. Hey, and I uh, had a number of people show out. So shout out to you guys for showing out. Showing up and showing out. Everybody seemed to have a good time. Those who came. Nice little chats. We talked Pokemon, Mega Man, favorite types, favorite starters. And it was just a blast. Did some breeding. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's a, those are a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing those. Yeah, I should be less busy. <laughs> well, we've got two of them a month now. I I know. Last night I, I could have instead, believe it or not, I was on a date. Oh, man. Did she like Pokemon? Uh, I, I mean, because I do, she does, but not before me. Okay, well, it's still, you know, it works out. That's fine. It's <laughs> right. Like, what was it? Misty was going through her games or something, like all of the games she had as like a kid. And so she's like, yeah, I've got Red Version. And then, you know, I've got, I've got like, um, I have like Crystal Version. And then I have like, what was it? I forget. It was just, and then like, I have Sapphire. And then I have Pearl. And then, then we start dating. And then you get... She's just like, yeah, so then I have black, and then I have white too, and then I have... And so she's gotten, like, consistently one every generation. I'm like, I'm sure I didn't influence you. At all. I hope <laughs> I didn't influence you. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the best part about being in a relationship is like that is you you take each other's interests whether you like it or not. It's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, that that's more true than it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can tell I can say like she might play Pokemon and stuff with me, and she'll she's very into all of the video games I'm into. I introduced her to a lot of video game series that she did not play prior to us, us dating, that she has just fallen in love with. Like, um, there's Fire Emblem and Zelda. She never played Zelda once. And then, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, she oh, didn't play what? Zelda before we dated. And so, Is like, she Canadian? Yeah, right. And so, after <laughs> like a year of us dating, we were, we were, um, we, we both stayed in, uh, in, at college for a year, for a summer. And so, I'd go to work and then I'd come back at the end of the day. And so, like, I brought my Wii U over here and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm just going to play, like, through all of my old Zelda games. And, She's just like, oh yeah, let me watch. And so I was playing Skyward Sword, you know. And so you get to swing the Wii mode around and hit things. And she, she's like, oh, this is this looks kind of cool. She's like, can I try? And so she just plays it the rest of the night. And then she was just like taking two classes, so she had a bunch of downtime that summer. She sat there and she played through all of my Zelda games <laughs> that entire summer. She blew through all of them. But I mean, this is a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> oh man but it's it's really good it's uh you definitely pick up other things anything else you did maximus anything cool uh i mean not, not not much in the world of pokemon at least yeah um i for pokemon i i did a lot of vgc practice this week on showdown because the international challenge is taking place this weekend but unfortunately what happened was a bunch of my friends from out of town decided to show up and so it's just like, I have no time to play Pokemons. <laughs> and it's also Easter weekend, which makes it even more difficult. And so I, I signed up for it, but I don't think I'll be able to participate. Though I, I've been playing around, because getting a feel for that meta is really hard. And so I actually went and I looked up what some of the what some of the regional winners did uh, this past winter. And, you know, like I looked up Aaron Zhang's teams, and he actually had a pretty decent team. It was it was it's a lot of fun to play with. Um, I'm definitely not as good with it as he was, and definitely because lol. Well, <laughs> I mean he's he's much better. I mean the people that are top tier at VGC those that's like what they do. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't they don't sit down for two hours and like record a Pokemon <laughs> podcast every week. They 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 use that two hours to play Pokemon, and it's a fun team. It's uh, I understand the idea. There's a lot. This year, like, everybody was complaining that you're allowed primals and everything, but honestly, I think it opened up a lot of creativity compared to last year. Last year, you had Lando T just do- Lando T and Kangaskhan just dominate everything. And you know what I don't see on every team now? Kangaskhan. Or Lando T. And you see a lot of variation, you see a lot of really cool strategies, and the one downside is, this is the year that Smeargle with Dark Void has not been they haven't figured out a way to stop it yet in the meta and so dark void smeargle is actually doing really well it's on like half of the top eight teams in vgc right now didn't we talk about a a prankster safeguard yeah i i tried it out it's not as effect it's very it's if you know whimsicott's there you can play around it Mm. There, there are ways to play around um prankster safeguard and stuff like that and I mean, because what you do is you're just like, oh, there's a Whimsicott. And then you just kind of destroy the Whimsicott real fast. 
and because you can you can fake because you can fake out the whimsicott and fake out's got a higher priority than prankster right and so you fake out the whimsicott and then you just like destroy it with the fire blast with from like uh primal ground on you're done no whimsicott problems and you know do you think that safeguard is going to protect you but nope it's dead and then next turn is the dark void (laughs) what about something like what do we say meow stick I tried Meowstic too. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not good at VGC compared to like a lot of other people. I've I've laddered up to like 1300, but I know like the people who are very serious about it get to 1400 or higher. Right, with without having to backtrack at all. Yeah, and so I I've gotten to like 1300, 1350, and you know, I so I I'll, I'll say that I'm better than average, but I won't say I'm good. You know what I mean? Right, you're you're better than a noob. Yeah, you're uh, you're like that guy that comes around to the shop all the time to play <laughs> league, and then he just always kind of like loses, but he's always a good sport about it. Like yeah, he, I... he keeps coming <laughs> back, but but he just kind of pretty much. I just keep getting beat. Well, the problem is like I also do this podcast, so I have to stay up on top of like OU, mm-hmm. and I I need to start. I I keep saying this all the time. I need to start looking into like UU and NU and RU. Because a lot of people have questions about it, a lot of people have um, are very interested in it, and I'd love to be able to have the conversation about those metas with them. Well, I know Scrawn does RU, um, or at least hosts tournaments at his yeah, uh, that's true facility. So I mean, he, he could be your RU. Yeah, I should talk to him about it at least. Connoisseur, connoisseur. I mean, I just I just want to learn about it so I can have the discussions because talking meta with people is a lot of fun. Right. Um, I, I have a good time just being like, hey, have you tried this Pokemon or something like that? And, you yeah. know, the two me- the, there, I guess you could say there are three and a half metas I'm very good at and can have these decent discussions in. And that would be OU, VGC, um, I'd say Little Cup. Yeah. And then RIP Kanto Classic. <laughs> um, it's gone. Right. That's the one reason I really didn't, like, get into Kanto Classic, which I would have... I oh, mean, like I, I didn't plan on getting it. So much fun! I didn't but... plan on getting into it, and then I just got into it. You know, I'm just and like, I'm... yeah, I'll try to make a team, and then I figured it out, and I'm just like, yeah, this is how you do it. And I knew I'd be disappointed once it got rotated <laughs> out. I'm a little, <laughs> so... I'm a little disappointed in in the fact that Kanto Classic's gone now. Did uh, did Smogon have a a tier for it? They did on Showdown. Do they still? It's gone. It was there for like a week after. The uh, competition was it's, over. It's probably because the board emptied out. Mm-hmm. It's probably because all the people are just gone. I mean, they could put it there, but nobody's going to play it. You know what right. I mean? Well, what I don't understand is if you've already put the work into it and it's only taken up not any space, why not just leave it there? Well, the problem is then you have too many options because they'll just, like, build. And so what, I, to me, more options just makes more sense. No, then you're going to have the problem is you can only have X number of people playing and then you have to make matchups and they become super hard. Oh, because people aren't playing. People aren't playing the same things. You know what I'm talking about? Dang! Mm -hmm. All right, we need to make a knockoff simulator. (laughs) You code it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna steal from them. I mean, I'm. We can we can technically run our own server. I think on Showdown. There's a way to run your own server. In in your own matchups. Yeah, yeah. That's it's your own server. Well, well, neat. All right, well. We can look into it. We can definitely look into it. It's Puckle. Let's figure it out. Okay. All right. You want to so, talk about some news? Yeah, I want to go talk about some news. So we're going to go cue the epic music.
Town Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news today, there are actually some good stories, but there's some bad ones. So let's start with those. And so, if you're a fan of Easter eggs because it's Easter, you can go on Nintendo Badge Arcade and get these Easter egg-looking badges. And it's really silly because they'll have they have like a Pikachu egg and like the starters are in eggs. And then um, there's like a Chansey, which is kind of roughly egg-shaped. And then you, you, you're expecting this. There is, in fact, an Execute. Oh, so. good. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting the Chansey one a bit more than the Execute one. I think the Execute one's perfect. Um, the, actually, the Dex did an awesome episode on... Or maybe not the Dex. Somebody did an awesome e- episode on Executor and Execute. It was very cool. Um, it, it talks about how the coconuts fall off exec- Executor all the time, and those heads that fall off are actually what become Execute. So, so shrink? Well, I guess so. I mean, I feel like the coconuts are roughly the same size as the eggs. I... But so then, but Executor only has three coconuts. Yeah, but they fall off every once in a while. Yeah, but Execute is six eggs. Yeah, it's two so that sets of Executor. But but that means there's two dead Executors needed to be made. No, they're not dead because they like regrow the heads. That's oh, yeah. I I no, I don't like that. Okay, either way. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, if you want to get those, go on Nintendo Badge Arcade, waste all of your money on n- not things you don't need. Um, it, if you live in Australia, we were corrected actually last week, and I forgot to mention it. We said that the national championships for Pokemon in Australia was going to be in Adelaide. That's not true. Um, that's actually a regional, and they actually announced the reg- rest of the regionals as well as the nationals in uh, the Pokemon uh, for Pokemon vgc championships so there's the one in adelaide on may 1st on may 7th there's one in auckland new zealand i believe um then there's one in sydney on may 14th there's another one in brisbane at on may 21st on may 29th you have one in melbourne australia and on june 5th you have one in perth so you also, if you want to go to Nationals, though, you have to go to Melbourne again, which is interesting. And it actually takes place July 2nd and 3rd, which is very similar to the time it takes it place in the United States. Which is really cool. Um, so if you're interested in competing and you live in Australia, which we actually have a fair amount of Australian listeners. So uh, I apologize for misinforming you. I will try in all my power to not do it again. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going. Uh, the International Challenge. I already talked about it in our opening. That is happening. And uh, that's going on right now. You, by the time you listen to this, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the biggest news, which I think is really interesting, is that on the new version of Pokemon Go, or not Pokemon Go, Pokemon uh, TV Get or Get TV or whatever, I think it's called Pokemon House. Or something like that now. It changes names like every year and a half or something like that because... And then people think it's getting cancelled, but it's literally just them coming up with a new name for the show. Uh, it's it's just a Pokemon variety show that happens every Sunday in Japan. And this upcoming Sunday, April 3rd, uh, Januchi Masuda, as well as Shigeki Morimoto, who is the director of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire... Or, um, who is the battle director, and the guy who also directed Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Shigeru Omo- Omori, uh, will be 
on the show to discuss a more than likely Sun and Moon. Uh, <laughs> hmm. And hopefully we'll get some of the aired footage beforehand, uh, which will, I mean, this is this is typical of the Pokemon Company, because if you remember, we were promised in this past Coro Coro that next Coro Coro is going to have some Pokemon news about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, it is typical for Pokemon, the Pokemon Company to release it before the Coro Coro comes out around the 15th. So this is probably, like, everything that's going to be in the Koro Koro. I doubt we will see anything new in the Koro Koro if they reveal anything here. But I don't know. I think we're more than likely just going to see probably some rough footage of the game. Uh, anything you guys are hoping to see? Pokemon. 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 Yep. What I'm for. I want to see some new Pokemon. I'd like, at, to, I'd at like least to see one. just one. Official yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a not a wireframe, thank you. I and mean, no leg- oh no legendaries either. Yeah, no, save me the legendaries. I would I would be super hyped if this year if this or this generation there are no box art legendaries. I'd yeah. be incredibly hyped for that. For the red blue throwback. For like a red blue throwback, you don't have uh you don't have like legendaries that are box art. You just have Pokemon, you know? If I could, if I could make a perfect Koro Koro or perfect like announcement for what they are going to release, they would give us maybe either uh, the starters or uh, like the Lucario Zarowark kind of Pokemon mm-hmm. for the gen, exactly. and then and then confirm character customization is back, and then that be it. That's all I. Really I, I think that's, that's too much for what they'll do this. I first don't, time. but that would be perfect. They're, they're going to give us a taste. They are going to drag us along until E three. Just tell me. I uh, they they're going to drag us along until E three. E three. I expect a huge trailer, um, of some sort. Like we'll get a new trailer. We won't get a. Uh, they don't announce things, but we'll get a huge trailer. It'll probably show off some gameplay, and it might show off like a Pokemon we haven't seen like in the gameplay. You know, like it'll be like look at the battles, and you'll see Froakie, the Froakie equivalent, attack some Pokemon we haven't seen yet. You know what I mean? Right. And then we've got these screenshots all over the internet. We're just like, what's this Pokemon's typing? And it's just like, well, it's a ghostly tree, so it's Trevenant. Yeah, um, I was gonna, I was going <laughs> to say, I hope we get another Trevenant in the movie this year, too. That was, yeah, that was really cool. I remember when that happened, and they just had these, like, really rough pictures, and I'm like, this is really cool. Right, because people were just like, well, I didn't take a picture of it in the theater, because that's mm-hmm. illegal, so I just drew it <laughs> on a piece of paper, and that was, like, circulating the internet. Like, this is a new Pokemon, guys. Yeah, it was so cool. I I'm a big fan of stuff like that. I like those kinds yeah. of leaks. It makes me feel really good. That yeah, that that was a really I I want to go back to like Gen 3. I'm really upset that we didn't get like there was just a slow rollout during Gen 3 of Gen 4 Pokémon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Monsly, Munchlax. Monsly, Munchlax stuff like that. And you got to see you got to see these things. They were they were out like 2 years before Diamond and Pearl were. Oh yeah, Bonsly was in the the anime in the Bonsly Gen- was and Munchlax. Yeah, yeah. in the they yeah. had Munchlax. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You and, got to see all of those things, and it was really, really cool. And I hope we get to see something like that again. I'd be a big fan. Big fan. <laughs> it yeah. would make my day. Oh, man. So what's else? Uh, I think that's that's it. I mean, we've definitely skipped over a huge news story that you all know about. And if you've read the title of this episode, we're going to talk about it here in, like, two minutes. So... <laughs> Uh, that's, that's it for the majority of, like, exciting Pokemon news, I think. I don't think there was anything else dropped this week of any significance. Um, did, am I leaving anything out, guys? Um, 
Well, I left something out in the in the opening thing okay. of what I what I did in Pokemon. Um, <laughs> I posted it to Facebook, but I also finished the uh, Gold Silver Crystal manga um, set. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's that's fourteen volumes total, which is quite a bit. But you can find them all online. Um, you can get the box sets actually on uh, halfpricebooks.com. Really? And they're pretty reasonable. Well, I paid about ten dollars each for for. Yeah, I think I found. I think I, I found one at a time. The red, blue, yellow, or the red, blue, green, yellow set for, mm-hmm. I think like thirty bucks on half price books. Wait, that's what? Phenomenal. Yeah, that's yeah. like seventy dollars individual retail. Yeah. Um. Well, they they might be like slightly used or something like that. Right. Well. Well, a couple of mine are. Most of them are brand new. It's um, really hard to find them actually. Like if you go to Barnes and Nobles and stuff, they're. Very hard to find. Yeah, I, right now I, I can get the box set for red and blue for $31. Nice. For just red, blue, and green? Yeah, that's one through seven. Wow. Oh, no, that's red, blue, green, yellow. Yeah, I can okay. get one through seven for $30. I can get eight through 14 for $30. Um, I can get 15 that's, through 22 for 34 That's awesome. See, I don't... I, I don't know if I'm going to start doing the Ruby Sapphire ones because it's not going to be any of the same characters. Whereas, uh, actually, okay, so I would I would read them because the manga is really good about bringing back all of the characters up until the end of the Emerald Saga. Okay, uh, you will you won't Fair. you won't it'll be it'll feel a lot like the beginning of Gold and Silver. Okay. Uh, we definitely should do a Gold and Silver episode for the manga in the future. Right. We should well, talk, Bo. Uh, yeah, I I, I we would did not that red blue green that. one. We didn't actually get to yellow. So, I would not mind doing a, a revamp of the whole manga set because it's it's so good. Yeah, we, we did red, blue, and green. I think about six months ago. We should definitely do yellow. Did, was it that soon? Yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. I don't really? think. I, think I could be wrong. Somebody's gonna send an email and be like, "That was like a year and a half ago, guys." I want yeah, I want to say it was closer to two years ago. Was I on it? Yeah, you were on it. Oh, well, I don't even remember. I don't, I don't remember when we did it. We definitely did it. Okay. So I, I I believe you. You've yet to lie to me intentionally. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I know we did it. And it was, I remember doing it, and we meant to do red, blue, and green and yellow, but we only did red, blue, and green because right, we talked so long about you it. You didn't read yellow in time. No, I read yellow. No, who? Well, who didn't? Read... No, we all read yellow. We just talked about red, blue, and green for like a half hour. Okay, that's all right. I, okay, I, so that's it for the news. Um, Puckle news. Uh, the PFTT is going strong right now. Um, we had the winner for the UTC that finished up. There's going to be a video with the final battle on our YouTube later this week. And the 2016 champion is none other than Geo. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations, and, man. That's awesome. Yeah. What a Woo! title to have. Yeah, the, right? the champion of the Pokemon Underground Champions League. That, <laughs> that, that, that is a title. He is the champion. He is the champion. Um, the PFTT is going strong right now. And we are going to start contacting, I believe, if you if you want to be a gym leader for the Summer League this year, you can still put in your application. It's on the website. If you click the League tab, you can go there and you can fill out the application. We have about 15 applicants, I think, right now. When does um, the uh, application process I would say end? you guys have until Friday, April 1st. Uh, then Shamu and I are going oh, to overlook them. Uh, we're going to look over them and send out send emails out whether or not we're going to interview you or not. Uh, consider and, this my application. Well, you need to put it in so we actually have you on the Excel file. Excel well, I, sheet. well, I just told you in your ear, so... Well, you you have to, you have to actually put it in. It's in your ear file. <laughs> put it in, Bo. <laughs> just go put it in. I don't know if I want to be a gym leader this year. I actually um, want to participate. Yeah, no, it's a lot of Ooh, fun to participate, I could do too. that, too, though. 
I could participate. Yeah, you could participate if you're not a gym leader, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, All right. It's a lot I'm, of fun. Okay. I'm, well, well, we'll think about it. Okay. Just give it some thought. You got you have until Friday. Um, wow. Yeah. To to apply. So give it some thought, and then after that, we're gonna close it off. We're gonna email everybody back, and we'll go through the interview process in April. And hopefully we'll have our 10 gym leaders by the end of the summer or by the end of April. Oh, right. This is, this is old school Kanto. This is, (laughs) this is anime Kanto. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, So this is Gary Oaktown right here. That's it for the, uh, the news. We are going to kick it on over to your topic here, guys, after the short break. Hey, it's Thatch. And I wanted to let you know how you can improve your puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always... Thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. Our topic today is this great Pokemon Go news uh, press release that we got from Pokemon uh, International, which is just great. Um, We've been waiting a while to hear anything, really, (laughs) about Pokemon Go. I know we've gotten little snippets and everything. And last week we talked about some uh, footage that was shown at some conference that uh, John Hankey, the CEO of Niantic, was at. So that was cool, but then this dropped right away, and it's uh, actually pretty awesome. We got a lot more information than we got back in October. We know how the game is going to play to some extent, and it definitely was a bummer to a lot of people. (laughs) So we're going to go through, we're going to talk about our ideas on what happened in the article, what they talk about, all the cool things. that I'm very excited for this. Um, these details and how the game plays. A lot of people are worried about microtransactions, but Ingress actually handles that very well. So I expect Pokemon Go to be handled very well on top of that. So without talking too much about it, let's just go in and talk about things that we're seeing in this press release. So they talk about these things called Pokestops in this article. Or not in this article, but in this press release. They talk about these things called Pokestops, which are going to be locations... And there, this is where you're going to pick up Pokeballs. This is where you're going to be able to pick up any other items that you need. And you're, these are going to be historical mon, mon, uh, monuments and things like that, or just like landmarks. It's kind of going to be like the equivalent, I believe, of an Ingress portal. You, that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was it sounds like a portal from Ingress? Yeah, it sounds. It, you just pick up items. It's just like Ingress. You walk around, you can pick up items. You can hack a portal to get items, right? <laughs> and, now, um. Is it like Ingress with the teams, or should I wait to ask that? I mean, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Okay, that's what I wanted to know if I uh, wasn't... There, I there's there's I another thing that we should talk about w- when it comes to the Pokestops, and then we'll move on. We can talk about the teams just after that. But... Oh, all right. You go for it, sir. Uh, so the Pokestops not only will be, you know, it, it feels like the equivalent of an Ingress portal. Um, I think there's going to be, in this Pokemon Go, it sounds like the equivalent of the Ingress portal is going to be split into different things. So let's let's keep going first. But other things you can get from Pokestops, you can actually occasionally find eggs. And you can walk around oh, and wow. hatch the eggs. And it'll be of Pokemon that aren't native to your area. Oh, um, wow. Right? 
Yeah, I just isn't, got chills. Isn't that cool? That's that cool. And so I, I just, I'm really a fan because it's not going to measure your steps, obviously. It's going to measure just like the distance you walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be riding my bike all over the place to like yeah. go catch Pokemon and hatch these eggs. Any trainer that works 40 hours a week deserves to be able to buy a bicycle. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but yeah, bike riding. I mean, that's what I did with Ingress was I just rode my bike around town and mm-hmm. to work and whatever and and just hit the portals as I was passing by. Like, don't exactly. don't don't text and and ride your bike or text and drive. <laughs> but I definitely played uh, Ingress <laughs> while slowing down in front of a monument. And I'm really excited for this actually. Packing the portal, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I I we were talking before the show and. Uh, this, this obviously sounds a lot like Ingress, and it's about to sound a lot more like Ingress to you, Bo. Uh, uh, if you guys haven't played Ingress, I suggest you check it out. It will make uh, Pokemon Go feel very familiar, uh, the things that we're talking about today. Um, you'll also be a little upset because you'll just feel like this is like a Pokemon skin put on Pokemon or put on Ingress. But to me, a Pokemon skin on Ingress is exactly what Ingress needed. <laughs> yes. So familiarity. Uh, in- and, and Ingress was by no means a boring game. No. It, it is, uh, it's a fun game. It gets you outside, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know my, like, roommates, my friends and I, we would work together a lot. Like, hey, man, on your way home, would you mind putting up, like, a turret on my one portal that mm-hmm. I am really, like, cautiously guarding because so-and-so came and um, knocked it out? There's this guy named... Uh, like Ast Aster or something, and mm-hmm. it had some numbers and some weird characters in in, in our town. Um, but he just owned. It seemed like everything, and we had <laughs> and we had a, a, a three portal link, and we had them linked. So we had a very small green zone, and his entire like our almost our entire town was blue. And we had this very small green zone. And so, like, and all of us were on the same team. And mm-hmm. so we'd, like, several of us would pass it, you know, just going throughout the day. And we're just like, all right, be sure to hack that our portals on the way there. Because uh, that's, like, the only place we can go to pick up <laughs> items. Um, and I know uh, candy bars would, like, take a detour to work just so he could pass through that section and hack all three of those portals and <laughs> support them in any way that he could. So, um, anyway, I mean, that's Ingress was impressed. a lot of fun. Ingress was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, it is in no way boring, and I think adding the Pokemon it's flavor just gonna to make, it is just going to make it that much more immersive. I think it's going to be more fun with Pokemon. And oh. it, I, I don't see this as a reskin or something lazy. I see it as capitalizing on something that already works. You yes. know? A lot of people think it's very lazy. But let's continue. You, we were, you were talking about teams. Uh, you yes. were going to ask me about teams. So well, it is confirmed that there are going to be three different teams for Pokemon Go as opposed to two, just two that you have in Ingress. Okay. So there are going to be three teams and these teams are going to be defending these Pokemon gyms that we heard about a while ago in the interview with John Hankey. Do we have names for the teams? We do not have names for the teams yet. And so it, it's kind of, it's kind of sketchy because what a lot of the internet has gone to has been this thought that it's going to be based on starter choice. Ooh, which like, I am not a fan of. Me neither. I'm not a fan of doing that. I'd rather be able to choose my starters separately. Like they might not, they may not even do starter Pokemon the way we think. Right, it, that's very true. And because you're not required to actually go and uh, battle the Pokemon to catch them. 
You just uh, find a random Pokemon and then you throw Pokeballs at it until you catch it. Okay. Okay. And you, there are no there are no battles explicitly stated in here. Um, the battles that they do talk about is there are Pokemon gyms and they're at like monuments and various locations, just like the portals in Ingress. So you have Pokestops and gyms, which are essentially two classes of portals. Okay, so I'd there's say. so certain certain uh, monuments will be gyms and certain ones will be Pokestops. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. and so, so that doesn't have an Ingress comparison because uh, everything in Ingress was just a portal. Well, to, to my so gyms gyms are much more like portals. And so gyms are portals that you defend, while Pokestops are portals that you are hack. neutral. Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? But they're so, neutral hacking points. So no one can own a Pokestop? Like you don't own a Pokestop. No. In Ingress? Okay. And, and I, the only reason I'm really spilling this out to the podcast is as an Ingress player is to other people who have played Ingress. Mm-hmm. If you haven't played Ingress, you might just ignore me and like. <laughs> Take from Mr. Maximus's point of view because uh, he hasn't played Ingress. Exactly, um, not at all. And if and if uh, at any point, just go ahead and tell me to shut up so you can talk. But um, so in Ingress, there's all these portals, and they're either owned, they're either neutral, so no one owns them, or the mm-hmm. Resistance owns them, or what's the other one? The, the Enlightenment. Uh, the Enlightenment. Yeah, or the See, enlightenment. I'm part of the Enlightened, and I don't even know what it's called. Um, <laughs> there's the green and the blue yeah green and blue that's basically it but now there's going to be three teams which I assume are probably going to be red uh, green and blue yeah um, uh, uh, that's right <laughs> I really hope it's not based on type it'd be cool if it was no, based I don't think it'll be based on type I feel like it would be like a starter choice well I but, feel well, or maybe they're trying to maybe team. they're just trying to draw the comparison to starter types you know what I mean right or, or even it will yeah, let's go back to like uh, something like tabletop games where it's like lawful, neutral, mm-hmm. and chaotic. Yeah, just I mean, there's all kinds of uh, yeah. three way comparisons. You can I try. I agree. I think this puts up a lot of cool things though. Like in your area, say you have one team that's very dominant, you know, and then you have these two separate teams that, even though they're competing against each other, are going to kind of be like, hey, you know, that team that's like taking all over all the gyms, we can yeah. team up and take him out. Right. I, I like the idea of that more than just, you know, capture the flag between two people. Right, and, and Pokemon has almost always had that three-way dynamic. Even mm-hmm. if it wasn't cold cut in the in the first few gens, um, in the manga it's really clearly oh, yeah. explained that... Uh, and, and, it, and it's represented by the starter Pokemon, but mm-hmm. um, later it explains that each one of them has a characteristic that they represent, and... Uh, none of the three of them would succeed nearly as far as they did if it weren't for the other two and their specialty. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And even though they have a rivalry and are always trying to better each other, uh, they help each other grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what all three teams are probably going to do. And I'm, I mean, that's what that's what the two teams in Ingress made me want to do. Is like, I wasn't excited to play the game until somebody went from the other team and like hacked and stole my portal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That was mine. The water tower was mine. I'm going to go back up there every single day for the next month and get that tower back. Even mm-hmm. if I am level two and he's level eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's uh, it's, you do level up as a trainer as well. Um, as okay. opposed to your Pokemon leveling up, which, which is another thing that is going to upset people. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it makes it a lot we, we can, we can talk about. So first of all, back to gyms just quickly. Um, something that we can discuss probably is that gyms are things you defend. 
And the way you defend them is you leave a Pokemon there to fight other people. Hmm. Like, somebody can come up and battle the gym, and if they beat the gym, they take it over for their team. So do they get your Pokemon, or does your Pokemon... I don't know if, uh, how that works. Gone. I assume they don't get your Pokemon. That'd be no. bad, right? And that, that would just take away from Pokemon as well, a like, whole. The other thing... Oh, oh, go ahead, Maximus. No, you you carry on, Maximus. All right. thing, if you like, if you can only leave one Pokemon, how many Pokemon is your opponent allowed to like to bring out? Yeah, right. Because if you can bring a whole team, let's say six, and you only have one Pokemon defending, I okay. I don't care so how powerful that one Pokemon is, if you do, if you do like a strategy right, it's not gonna win. So I, there's a couple things that we should talk about there. First of all, how are the battle mechanics gonna work? Are they gonna actually be real battle mechanics, or we're we gonna have Pokewalker style battles? Right. Um, and then two, in Ingress, you're allowed to put more than one resonator around a portal, which is the equivalent of putting a Pokemon around a gym. That's what it sounds like, at least. Right. Um, there are eight open resonator spots on uh, any portal. So mm-hmm. eight people from your same team. This is speculation for it working like yeah. Ingress. But if eight people from the same team left a Pokemon at that gym, I'd then say I'd, I would. I would. I would argue to say that there would probably be six. Right. I would. I would say probably six, but. If you have a, a gym that you're, you know, invested in, your team has invested in, mm-hmm. there will be, you know, six, you know, high level Pokemon guarding that mm-hmm. gym. Um, and I and I don't know if the level up system will be like Pokemon's where it goes all the way up to 100 or if it'll be like Ingress where it only goes up to eight. It goes up to higher than eight now. I think it goes up to like 16 or 20. Does it? See, yeah. I haven't played in a few months. So, That's why. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> I think I think it'll be very on, similar to Ingress. It'll probably be similar to Ingress in that respect. Um, but but an idea just patched. Oh, what is it? Um, you know, if this continues on until next year, if we all meet at PuckleCon and we just bring oh, specific Pokemon, we just we can just run the city. Okay, so <laughs> we just own the whole so city. one thing that needs to happen is there needs to be like an official Puckle team. Like Puckle, the Blackthorn Council is on this team in Pokemon Go. I was thinking I was going to divide Puckle. Are you going to divide Puckle? I was, think, I was thinking about making an internal Puckle rivalry. But, <laughs> oh boy! But I think I think it would probably probably be more unifying and beneficial for all of us if we decide, you know, and if one or so, you know, a few people decide to be on another team, that's fine. But when we know the game is coming out, I I do feel like we should all decide to be on the same team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll have polls. I mean, it'll be a community discussion once we know more about the game before it comes out. But uh, I, yeah, I agree. We should all collaborate and at least make sure we know what we're doing with the teams before we pick teams, guys. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a PSA to all of Puckle. We should either all decide to be on the same team or all decide to rival against each other. I agree. I think that's 100% uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So there's there's a couple other things. I don't want to go too much more. They don't say anything about training, trading, and they don't say anything about um, battling, per se, other than outside of saying you're going to battle with their gyms. So there could be the uh, ability to do PvP, but um, I think this is a section of the of the topic where we go and we say, how about um, what is it? Uh, let's let's go about and say uh, talk about the community's reaction to this. 
Oh, before because, we move on oh, to yeah, that, of course. Yeah. There's just one thing. If they, I just hope that the catching Pokemon, um, sim, the way you catch Pokemon in this game is not anything like the Safari Zone. That's I just hope. I it's don't not. think it will be. I think it'll be more of just throw Pokeballs until you catch it kind of thing. Yeah, that seems very Safari Zone. Yeah, too. but yeah. It's, and sadly, that's the way. It's, I don't think the Pokemon will flee. You know what I mean? I, well, I would I would definitely take a Pokewalker battle simulator to catching a Pokemon over a... That's not going to happen. At it until... I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it oh, doesn't the need la- to be that, but it could be uh, any... I mean, any type of skill uh, test to catch a Pokemon... I don't think I that's what's going to happen. I just... would take over than just walking over to it and catching it. I don't think that's going to happen, especially with the idea of what the Pokemon uh, Go Plus is supposed to do. I, I honestly don't think it's going to happen. So, I mean, I know the Pokemon Go Plus, the accessory, which I plan on buying, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I don't care how much it is. Um, <clears throat> It'll be relatively cheap. It, it ought to be about the price of a Pokewalker, I would assume. Yeah. Around 20 American dollars. Um, I, I, Pokemon Go has so much hype around it that if they change too much pokemon things about it it could i feel like it could be really damaging you want to feel bad um here we go so you didn't how do you how do you think you would evolve a pokemon in pokemon go Bo? uh leveling up at a gym no <laughs> you do it by catching a bunch of the same type of that pokemon and then one of and then pokemon you can evolves. evolve one of them you would never do that in any <sighs> Yep. Okay. So, that's that's part. That's I mean, that's one thing I don't agree with, and I'm really sad there isn't some sort of leveling system, even if it is just leaving them at a gym, right? That's what makes me feel like they're okay. Having them, it, I feel like the level system is going to 100% go off Ingress's leveling system. Yes, it will. Okay. We know. That Pokemon Go will communicate with the main games in the franchise. We don't Assum- know that per se. We haven't heard anything the... except from the be- except for that initial press release where they don't intend it to be a standalone title. What else does that mean, Thatch? I, I no, I agree with you. I just I just <laughs> want to make it clear that it's I not a hundred percent given. Well, right, but I'm saying, is it going to be? Are we only going to be able to send specific items through? to the other game or is it going to be all Pokemon or are they going to make a Pokemon Go 2 or are they going to make a I doubt there'll Pokemon, be a Pokemon Go 2 this Pokemon is one of those Go or version or you know I mean what do you mean by not standalone game that I mean to me I'm pretty sure I, I thought they said that they was going to communicate with the main series no games. no I, I think I think they intend to do that they haven't announced how they plan on doing that yet and I don't blame them and I mean I would not be surprised if it's just uh, by doing certain things you collect certain items or whatever and then you can send those items to help benefit mm-hmm. you in the main game I think people are expecting to be able to transfer Pokemon back and forth I don't know if that'll be true I well I feel like that is somewhat of an expectation. Um, it, more 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 so of a reasonable expectation than um, the VR Pokemon Go that Reddit was expecting. Yeah, it's just like um, so. Let, we can jump from here into the, the community expectations um, okay. and the reaction because the reaction was not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, well, uh, based on a few sources of media. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, based on just, the, just based on the vocal, the people who are very vocal about it and. 
Um, I don't know if you guys recall this, but I recall it once Pokemon Go was announced. People are like, I'm going to go set up my own gym. And then people can come and battle me. Da, 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 da. I'm like, they never said you could do that. Like, they implied there were going to be battles of some sort. I mean, it's Pokemon. There have to be battles, right? And uh, I, I'm i just like, I would not say that that's going to happen at all. Like, why would they include a full version, essentially, of the Pokemon Battle Simulator for free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they charge you $40 for a game. They're not going to give you a battle simulator that can battle just as well as the cartridges for free. You 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 see my point right there? And... Um, yeah, I, I see what you mean. And that definitely upset a lot of people. Everybody's like, why would they take things out? And it's just like, well, they're not going to just give you like everything for free. Um, they're going to use it as like a gateway drug of sorts to get you back into Pokemon if you weren't already into it. You know? It's like, oh, this is on my phone. It's like Ingress. It's very fun. I enjoyed Ingress. I enjoy Pokemon Go because it's Ingress with Pokemon. And... It's, I mean, I'm very excited. I think this is a really cool... This is this is perfect for me. This is like... I didn't want it to be too involved. And this is the perfect amount of involvement. You know? And it doesn't go so far as to be like... Pokemon Go is going to replace the main series games. In terms of usefulness. Right? And I'm very excited. It's a very cool idea to me. But I know a lot of other people are very upset... That they can't hold their phone... And have their own Pokemon gym... And to those people, I say, go buy a 3DS and go buy Pokemon, the yeah. series that you were expecting to give you something for free for some reason, and support them. Because you can make yourself a Pokemon gym in or as. No, no, you no. Can. You, can, you can do it exactly the way that they wanted to do it. They wanted to be at wherever they hang out and tell people on the internet, this is where my gym is, you can come and battle me, and I'll give you a badge, right? Uh-huh. You can go buy Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. You can go sit somewhere with a 3DS, do the exact same thing, and if somebody else has a 3DS, they can come and battle for you. Well, and also with the super secret bases, you don't even have to be near them. Exactly. They can go and battle you over the internet, which makes it even better anyway. Yeah, and it's just, I I, I just couldn't comprehend those people. It was literally, because those are the people that haven't played Pokemon for a while. Yeah, it's it's the fanboys. It's the people who are, you know, I I don't want to say Gen 1ers because it's not just them. It's just the people who haven't played Pokemon, you know, in 15 years. And I'm just like, you know, you could just do that now. Like, I could I could post on the internet, hey, I hang out at Jamba Juice. Come and battle me. I'll give you a badge if you beat me. You know what I mean? And for some reason, Pokemon Go made it more special, and I don't know why. Um, I do like that it invigorated the community to, like, get more involved in Pokemon. But at the same time... It's just, I, I was upset with the, the ridiculous expectations, uh, to put it bluntly. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Um, I guess this is time we should, like, wrap up, but uh, any final thoughts on any of this news? Not Nothing on my end. No, I think I'm good. I think we covered a lot of it today. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Pokemon Go news. Uh, you guys can check it out. It's on Pokemon Go, or Pokemon.com. And they have a Pokemon Go press release. You can go read it for yourself if you haven't already. I know a lot of people have on the internet. So we are going to go to commercial break here, guys. So we will... Bo? Bo, are you there? Okay, guy. Okay, guys. We're going to catch you on the flip-flop. When life is going faster and faster, sometimes you need to take time to slow down. Listen to the trumpets. 
Watch the waves over the water. All of the water. Look at the scenic views and inhale soot. Pure Hoenn. Your trip starts at Hoenn.org. Poke of the episode. And welcome back, guys. We are here today to do uh, Pokemon of the episode. It is National Dex number 003, Venusaur. Venusaur. The seed Pokemon. <laughs> Venusaur's Generation 3, the Ruby version, Pokedex entry mentions, there is a large flower on Venusaur's back. The flower is said to take on vivid colors if it gets plenty of nutrition and sunlight. The flower's aroma soothes the emotion of people. And fun fact, despite the fact that Pokemon Origins had Red Shoes Charmander for some reason, Cannon is Red Shoes' Bulbasaur. Well, okay, Cannon is Red Gets Bulbasaur, um, because in the manga, uh, Red sort of accidentally breaks into Oak's yeah, that's lab. True. that's true. And accidentally lets all of Professor Oak's Pokemon go free, mm-hmm. and then he has to catch the rest of them back and it just kind of shows that he's a decent pokemon catcher <laughs> and then uh, bulbasaur is the last one and yes. um they end up being jumped by this is an early chapter so i don't feel very bad spoiling it but um they get to the viridian gym and it's abandoned go figure yeah um, and uh I'm a choke jumps out of nowhere and it's all dark in there and red using his intuition Shines or pulls down the curtains, shines the sunlight in on Bulbasaur, and has Bulbasaur use Solar Beam and knock out the Machoke. And Professor Oak's like, "Wow, how'd you know to access Bulbasaur's Solar Beam so early? That's usually an advanced level move." And he's like, "Oh, really? I just know that plants need sunlight, and I figured it would help. But I mean, yeah, no, I totally knew what I was doing." <laughs> and then Oak gives uh, gives Red Bulbasaur. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, it's it's. Well, he doesn't have Charmander or Squirtle anymore, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Red is, instead of being the first trainer to choose, he's the last trainer to choose, and still gets Bulbasaur, because he's number one, <laughs> for a reason. Okay, so Bulb- so Venusaur, uh, we're going to move on to yeah, Venusaur, we sorry. chose that today because Wednesday. in the first footage of Pokemon Go that was shown, Ivysaur was in it, so Venusaur is the evolution, so it just felt natural. And you know what? Venusaur is actually a good Pokemon. Venusaur is one of the best Pokemon, okay? I meant, uh, like, competitively. It's actually good. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying he's not. Uh, especially Mega Venusaur with that mm, that sweet, thick fat. Oh, man. You you get re- you pretty much neutralize two of its super effective, uh, or two of its weaknesses. Right. You're yeah. now only weak to flying and psychic. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Uh, and. Well, you're neutral to ground, but yeah. Not to mention, Mega Venusaur just has, like, this bulk, unlike anything else. It gets this awesome bulk. Um, its defense and special defense are uh, 123 and 120, respectively. Its special attack goes up to 122, and its attack goes up to 100. It's insane. You can run this thing mixed. You could be running Giga Drain for days, replenishing that HP. Have you have you played a mixed uh, Venusaur, Maximus? Uh, Once. I once? did an Earth... The only move that was um, physical was Earthquake. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's I what I've done. I've done similar sets as well. 
I've definitely I forget what the spread was because it was a very specific spread. Yeah, I, mine I, I, can't, also I can't remember. Really mine. specific spread, and it was almost two years ago now. Yeah, I ran a very specific uh, spread with uh, with earthquake, Giga Drain, synthesis, and I believe hidden power fire. Actually, I ran that over the sludge bomb. Uh, Venus Mega Venusaur though, amazing Pokemon. I am such a fan. <laughs> It was probably one of my favorite uh, favorite megas ever. Uh, the the one thing it is lacking on is like a design. Mega Venusaur's design. Yeah. I think we can all agree mm-hmm. got the shaft compared to awesome Mega Blastoise that can punch people in the face. And use Hydro Pump. Bingo for everyone ever. Exactly. Um, I, and I can't Mega drop Charizard this. I know you told me to stop doing that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, I never. I mean. You've you've brought it up about as many times as Pokemon Stadium X. So, <laughs> what what do you want? Which me would to still do? be awesome to have. Also, back in Gen Four, I don't say that anymore. Also, I don't say uh, that. I don't say that anymore. Okay. Well, okay, but <laughs> anymore was like ten weeks ago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Venusaur, That's true. but Venusaur, very cool Pokemon. Uh, I mean, if you want to run a set now. Um, I think the standard set is pretty much to run Giga Drain, Sludge Bomb, Hidden Power, Fire, and Synthesis. Though you could run a more stally set. Um, I know, I know, a physically defensive variant is definitely um, very viable right now. Where you could run, I, you could probably run Leech Seed on it instead. Venusaur fills several Grass type niches. I mean, Grass. So Grass types like generally a bad type. However, the yeah, uh, and you get into special things like Venusaur, Rose Raid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the other one? There's another one that's really good, just all around. Um, and I can't think of it right now. Yeah, I owe you for a while, but okay. So some tips if you're going to run it on your team. Uh, it's definitely weak to Talonflame, which unfortunately is still mm-hmm. very popular. Uh, you have to if you ha- have Venusaur, you should definitely bring something like Tyranitar. To counter Talonflame, uh, Tyranitar, Rotom Wash, they're great counters to that. Mm-hmm. Those would both work wonderfully against Talonflame. Um, I would say probably not Tyranitar, just because you don't want the sand up. I would definitely go Rotom Wash. I think that would make a really good partner. Mm-hmm. The sand. Yeah, you do have to watch out for um, Heatran, which is why we were talking about running Earthquake, actually. Earthquake yeah. can yeah, actually hurt Heatran. Just for Heatran, pretty much. If you, well, yeah, offensive Heatran of- has become popular again. So you can definitely Oko a Heatran actually with And a um, lot of people run Roost on their um on their Talon Flames. And uh just yeah. a little known fact, if you use Roost, you are susceptible to Earthquake. Yes, that is true. Um and if you can predict that coming in, you can get that KO pretty easy. Uh, that's actually how Mr. Sniffles beat me out in the UUTC. I'm a big fan of Earthquake on Mega Venusaur. And yeah, I, I'm really surprised. Smogon doesn't actually have a set right now with Mega Venusaur having Earthquake. Uh, Smogon also has all their sets and articles posted by individuals. So. That's true. No, no. The sets are posted by individuals, and they get updated based on usage, I believe. Yeah, right, but it's it's nowhere near um, the same level of update as, like, a wiki. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's not It's not like a set standard. It is mm-hmm. almost entirely uh, opinion and usage based by the writer of the article. Yeah, I know, and that's why and, Pokemon is and, one of those things that most you can just of, yeah. do. Most of those writers are very good battlers. Almost uh, 100% of them mm-hmm. are great battlers, but they also are used to battling within a niche. So, I mean, 
I would definitely start with that as a template if you don't know what you're going for, but uh, don't necessarily consider that the law ever. Mm-hmm. Now let's shift gears to the TCG. Uh, there are some, I mean, in rotation right now, you only have Venusaur EX cards, which I think is kind of silly. Yeah, that that gives Bulbasaur and Ivysaur kind of a... It gives them the shaft. Yeah, yeah, they're just not really in the game much, but, I mean, that's all right. They're okay. You have um, you have two of them. One of them's from Generations, and one of them's from the original X and Y set. Mm-hmm. So, Generations, you, I think I'm going to talk about these because they're much cooler. Uh, they are. So it gets the frog hop, and actually, if you, uh, I, I work with a Chinese um, student in my group, and we talk about Pokemon every once in a while, and he doesn't know Pokemon's names in English; he knows them in Chinese. <laughs> and so we'll we'll be talking about them, and I'll show him a picture, and he'll, he'll give me the Chinese name, and I'm just like, "What does that translate to?" And so we were talking about Venusaur, and he's just like, "Yeah, it translates to frog with a flower on its back." <laughs> and it was like, okay, that's good to know. That's not even what he is. He's not a frog. He's a dinosaur. He's a frog. He's uh, a s- Bulbasaur. Bulb- <laughs> Either way. He's a dinosaur. He's uh, <laughs> he, he has frog hop he's what, mm. for 40 damage, and you do it for uh, a leaf energy and two colorless. You flip a coin, and you can get 40 more damage off that. But you can also do poison impact for two leaf energies and a double colorless. And um, it does 80 damage, as well as putting your opponent to a sleep and poisoning it. So that's not too bad. There's also a Mega Venusaur set, though, from, I believe, the Generation set. And it actually looks it looks beautiful. It looks wonderful. It looks like Venusaur is, like, slashing somebody. It's doing what I want uh, Blastoise to do. <laughs> and for the same amount of energy, two Leaf Energies and a Double Colorless, you can do Bloom Buster for 130 damage. And you flip a coin, and if you get heads, it also does 30 damage to your opponent's bench Pokemon. <laughs> right? Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not like the best card. Awesome. I'm not saying this is like the best trading card. That's, uh, that's a Mega Venusaur, right? Yeah, Mega Venusaur. Yeah, that's, that's a... Uh, well, you're trading Dark Rise guaranteed snipe hit for uh, 40 damage. Which, for a Mega Pokemon... I feel like you should just give it to him. I mean, it's Mega like, Venusaur. It does you don't, 130. Don't expect too much. Well, do I, sh- shut up. Like, Venusaur is not like the best Pokemon ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, even a TCG card that just does something like 130 damage and then a guaranteed 30 to a bench instead of a coin flip to a bench, it just makes it more of a threat. It's not even. That's not even that bad. Like, a card that. You said it was two leaf energy and two colorless? Yeah. Yeah, that's four energy to do 130 damage. Like, a lot of megas uh, with four energy do more than 130 damage. Yeah. Um, uh, looking at you, Mega Titar. <laughs> um, but it, the coin flip to maybe do 30 to a bench Pokemon is just kind of like a slap in the face to me. And I get that Venusaur... Oh, he's not. He's the least cool of Charizard and Blastoise, but no, he's not. <laughs> I'm on a rant because Venusaur is my favorite starter, and first of all, any starting trainer who wants to really immerse themselves in the Pokemon universe should choose Bulbasaur and head for Venusaur. One, 
it's it's really good. In... It's you get you get super effective against the first two gyms in your region mm-hmm. and resistance against the next two gyms in your region. Yep. Not to mention the poison resistance against Koga. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, your first super effective gym leader is Sabrina, which if you don't have a variety of Pokemon by the time you hit the sixth gym, you're probably not meant to be a Pokemon trainer. Sorry. Um, second, Ivysaur evolves to Venusaur at level 32. Charmeleon oh, and Wartortle evolve to Charizard and Blastoise respectively at level 36. Now. Wait, 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 wait. Can I just like, can I just make a stab and tell you that Crocna evolves into Feraligator? At level 30. At level 30. Oh, but you know what? What level evolves into Crocna at? Uh, 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 level 18. <laughs> oh, but you know what? You know what level Cyndaquil evolves to uh, Quilava at? Level 14, Thatch. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to use a water what are you gun. What are you going to do? I'm going to use water gun. <laughs> I'm gonna use water gun against your cool lava. All right, yeah, sure. Um, anyway, we're not talking about Gen two right now because we're talking about OG Venusaur. <laughs> uh, and, but and Venusaur is to a frog what a raptor is to a chicken. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let me, let me just lay that down. Okay. Oh my gosh. Venusaur Calm down, Bo. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Venusaur, right. great Pokemon. It's got a lot of cool uses in the metagame. And uh, you could definitely talk about it in the TCG. Instead of even more. Um, so we're going we're gonna, to... I'm going to cut you short, Bo. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the, the thing in the manga where there's a Venusaur that folds its leaves over No, its I don't want to talk about I know you can just talk about Venusaur for days. Bulbasaur, he does. It's awesome. But we're going anyway, to cut it off. And we're going to say, if anybody wants to learn more about Pokemon, they can check out PucklePodcast.com and read all of the amazing articles. You can check out the opinion articles from Fluffiest and Snag. You should probably tell one of them to talk about Venusaur, Bo. Both of you, talk about Venusaur! (laughs) You can also check out Scrawn's articles on the origins of Pokemon. You can check out Viger's articles on the news. You can check out Mickey's, Panda's, anime synopses, Locke's interviews. You can check out Sublime Manic's VGC articles and Jushiro's TCG articles. And Skit's monthly comic. I believe I have hit everybody. Got all of them this time. Congratulations. Yes. Do no check on the bingo card today. And so you can check all those out on PuckoPodcast.com. Shout out to our writers. And we are going to switch on over to the mailbag. Time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And onto the mailbag. As always, our mailbag is brought to you by the uh, energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. There we go. And <laughs> as always, the mailbag, uh, we will be awarding a mailbag badge. We forgot to do it last week, I realized. Uh, to anybody uh, we deem their yes. email worthy, uh, the Green Tauros badge is theirs. So, oh man, maybe that's why people haven't been sending in as many emails this week. It was wow. also probably because it was about poking. So, award them. Well, yeah. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, this is our segment where we read fan emails. Uh, we try to get to as many of them as we can every episode. 
Um, there's typically a question that people are responding to, and if we do not get to your email, I think we'll be able to get to all of them today. Uh, we apologize, but we do thank you for sending them in. So uh, I'm still working on a way where we can like post emails or something like that so everybody can get their email read. At least your voice can be heard by the Puckalonians. So let's go ahead then and jump right on in. So last week our question was, who do you think you'll be maining in Pokin? And our first email is from Shuckles. And I'll see if I can remember the tune to Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel at the same time. Sound of Silence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we have... This is from Shuckles. We did not get to his email last week, but he was wonderful enough to understand how why we did not. So, uh, my friends, I come to you with a heavy heart and the saddest Shuckle face you've ever seen. I had a wicked long week at work, and when Sunday finally came, I woke up with chills and aches beyond comprehension. The doctor said I had the flu as well as strip, or strep, not strip. A week ago, I had bronchitis, as a side note. In my delirious state, I slept 20 of my 24 Sunday hours away. In my few moments of consciousness, I held on to one thought. The newest Puckle episode comes out in the morning. I knew I could hold on to that one string of hope. After so much sleep, I woke in the wee hours in the Monday morning. Behold, I thought to myself, my ever-faithful friend has come through again. The podcast was available. With my body and my mind in pain, I listened to another excellent episode of the, po- pod, uh, of the podcast. But alas, when the mailbag was read out loud, I felt I was left aside. Sadness entered into my already broken spirit. Please don't feel bad, though. I understand your reasoning, and I'll quote my good friend Starmie, who went back through a breakup. It's not star you, it's star me. <laughs> the last piece of sad news I have is that I am not fortunate enough to own Pokin or a Wii U, so I'm unable to give my thoughts on who I will be playing the most. Um, he did, however, write us a song. I also wanted to share a song from Simon and Garfunkel, although there have been a few changes. It is called The Sound of Silence. I am very aware of The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> So let's see. I'm going to try to do my best. I'm really bad at singing, unless Bo wants to do it. Hello, Puckle, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a podcast softly creeping left its sleep seat while I was sleeping. And the vision was ingrained in my brain still remains within the sound of silence do you want me to sing the whole thing um you don't have to <clears throat> but it, it it he has every single uh yeah he puts every verse in out it is gorgeous um hey uh tell you what um i'm gonna email this to myself Okay. And i'm gonna see if i can't make this uh because i know the sound of silence like I've done it uh, with acapella groups. I've done it okay. solo on guitar. I might uh, just record this. Okay, that'd be awesome, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. And we can put uh, it in, like, next week's show or something like that. Right, or make it a Patreon thing. Oh, oh, Ooh. oh, I didn't say it. Shuckle's Ooh. a member of the Patreon. If not, you get it for free. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can do it as part of the Patreon. Uh, there, We could talk about that at the end, but that's fine. We will, but thank you, Shuckles, for this. I wanted to at least sing the first verse on the... Yeah, on the podcast, it was a lot, and I, I'm sure you all don't want to hear me singing a cappella. Just 
by myself all the time. Uh, but I think <laughs> I can well. record this and do something with this. I just saved it. I just emailed it to myself. So thank you very much. Oh, I'll, uh, you can finish reading the email. Sorry. Oh, um, so he's after the song, he signs off as Shuckles. Uh, he says no re- need for this to be read out loud, but I do want to read it because it makes me feel better that people understand. Um, I'm sure this could be read in a punishing light, but it's only meant to be fun and in character. I completely understand your rationale behind picking and choosing emails, and was surprised you went as long as you did reading all of them. I hope you enjoyed my song. We did, we just mentioned that. Also, the events of the first paragraph are completely true. Wish me luck as I go towards good health again. I I hope you're not still struggling from strep in the flu. It has been about a week, so I hope you're you're okay. Uh, Love what you do. Keep it up. We wish you a speediest of recoveries. A Even though your base uh, speed's it, like it, five. It is, it is the Shuckle podcast, so <laughs> we, <laughs> we wish you the speediest of recoveries. All right, so this next one is from Matthew French. Um, uh, you can get this one, Bo. All righty. Oh, I read his real name. I'm so bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, Delete it. We have to start the whole thing His name's thing Breeder Matt. Breeder Matt. Oh, no. I'm so sad. Okay, keep going. We can bleep it out with the Jolteon I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. It's fine. Dear Thatch and friends, Thatch, I'm not sure if I'm elated or horrified that you remember me. Mostly horrified. I'll be honest. I had no idea that IVs and EVs were in the originals. Shows how much I know. In Matt's Adventures in X... I keep getting absolutely destroyed in Reflection Cave. Apparently, everything has a counter for psychic and ghost types. Um, except for the things that don't. <laughs> also, I've acquired a bee drill. Good job. And I plan on attempting to make it into at least a semi-competitive Pokemon. As for the mailbag, I don't plan on maining anything. Lacking a Wii U, I don't really have much to play it on. But that aside, if I could, I'd gotta go with my second favorite first-gen poke, Gengar. Because they didn't add Beedrill! Enjoying my return, Breeder Matt. P.S. I got blue for my 3DS, and it took me six hours to catch a Weedle in Viridian Forest. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Breeder Matt. <laughs> uh, also, Breeder Matt, because you just came back to the franchise, um, if you get Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire, there's a Mega Beedrill. You might be interested in that. It's got four stinger arms and a stinger butt. <laughs> um, Maximus, you can get this next one from the Sentient Pokeball. Roger that. Oh, I love this guy. He was hilarious. Yeah. He cracks me up. <laughs> After last week's de- debacle <laughs> capturing the cover legendary inside a sentient Pokeball, you debate on whether or not you should keep this abomination around. You decide to want to trade it away, despite it holding the one of the most valuable Pokemon in the game, and you get a level 4 Bunnelby in return from a kid halfway across the world. Thinking to yourself that you've done the kid a favor and simultaneously rid yourself of a potentially dangerous bit of technology, you retire for the night. Meanwhile, the kid 
the kid that received your Pokeball teaches the legendary Pokemon a bunch of moves of the same type, just like you did with your level 100 Charizard nicknamed Blade back in Fire Red. Which gives me a strange sequence. Segway. That's really how you spell that? Oh, I mean, there's technically like an accent, I think, on the E at the end. Uh, Segway into this week's mailbag. What character I will main in Pokemon char- Tournament? No, it's not Charizard. Thank goodness. <laughs> but it's a character that I use lots of attacks based on its type. After watching some footage of the game online by streamers, I really like how Suicune looks. With his deluge of ice and water type moves and how they combo together. Ha, deluge. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's, that's Blastoise the... reference. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry, that's the, one of the worst jokes from trying to get a Pokeball of personality. Ooh. Ooh. Was that a shot at Voltorb or something? No, he made him. He, he, he made fun of himself. Oh. He's the sentient Pokeball. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just two, two it's okay. I mean, it's hard to like remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, other than Suicune, I like watching the way Weavile plays with his quick attacks, <laughs> party moves, puns, and the fact that it actually gets knockoff, the best move in the game. It decreases the opponent's synergy gauge. I still haven't decided whether or not to actually purchase the game, having never been much of a player of real fighting games. However, after hearing Thatcher's statement that it's a good game for someone who hasn't played fighting games, I'm more convinced to buy it than I was before. If I pick up the game, I definitely try Suicune or Weavile as my main, but I'm sure I'll still play with most characters for the variety. Much as like I would in Smash. That's all. So lastly, I would like to say thank you for reading my rather strange email on air last week. Even though you had so many others to choose from. And I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Because flip-flops are too mainstream. Wait, I said <laughs> it wrong. I just totally said it wrong. I, I'll catch you on the flop-flip. Because flip-flops are too mainstream. No, <laughs> I will not stop making this joke. <laughs> Pokeball. Wow. Well, I am so wow. sorry for butchering that. Oops, this one's not a uh, mailbag. I checked one that wasn't a mailbag. Um, it's from Elemental Gold. Oh, uh, Element before Gold. we move on to that, can mm-hmm. I can I just uh, tell the sentient Pokeball that I'm a fan of him? Um, <laughs> I have not been on a show since uh, he started mailing in. He just mailed I, in last week. That was the I, first I time. Thought, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he just mailed in last week, but uh, last week's mailbag was hilarious. This week's mailbag was none lesser. Uh, <laughs> dude, keep mailing back in. You're hilarious. I love you. I All think right. I, I, I would say I, that to fan. most people that send in emails. I enjoy literally every email that we get. I, I do too, but this is a new guy. And yeah, new had, guys are pretty fun well, too. He had a niche that uh, he was the sentient Pokeball and then and then told like a short narrative about a, a sentient himself, the sentient Pokeball. And it, <laughs> it, it, it was glory it's hilarious keep coming back man please don't ever leave us all right so we only have two more emails i mistake i mistook myself probably because we were talking about poking that's what i'm assuming Um, so our next email is from scrawn 
Our very own Scrawn. Our very own Scrawn. See, if I'd have known, I would have emailed, but I'm on this one. So You're just... on this one. Why would you email the podcast? Well, remember when we first started recording, you and me, and I wasn't sure if I was ever going to yeah, be Yeah, I know. I'd make I... you read your own email. Yeah, you made me read my own, D-Man. <laughs> Hello, Puckle. My name is Scrawn. You might remember me. I don't know. I'm, I've been playing large sums of Pokemon Tournament as of late. Guard of War is definitely my main. That's the only Pokemon that I found a very solid. I found a solid way to deal with Soycoon that keeps hydro pumping to oblivion. Anyway, peace out, home slices. Scrawn. Um, you uh, can get this last one from Ten Little Men, Bo, if you want. All right, I love Ten Little Men. He's, he's good too. Also, I think he's yeah. coming to PuckleCon. Oh, dude, do it, do it. Ten Little Men. I'd love Puckle to Con. meet all ten of you. <laughs> Hey, P-U-C-L peeps, ten little men back again once again. Wow, that's a double again right there. Oh, but you wrote it. I didn't even mispronounce it. Ten little men back again once again writing into this week's mailbag. But first, I would like to thank Mr. Maximus. Mr. Maximus, thank you. (laughs) For organizing an awesome chat box meetup. Got to talk to a bunch of awesome people and learned how to best counter R Sigma if I actually managed to get past my first couple rounds. Smiley face. I got Pokemon Tournament last week, but I've only gotten to play for a couple hours so far. As far as first impressions go, I don't love it, but I do think it's a pretty good game. Since I am awful at the game, I would have to say that I main Chandelure. Since spamming massive beams of flames from across the map is ridiculously easy and fun as long as you don't care about keeping your friendships, which who really does when it comes to video games? (laughs) I am really looking forward. I'm sorry. I am really still looking for a main and may still jump to the internet's favorite Pokemon waifu, Gardevoir. While I doubt I'll ever get that good at the game, but it's still fun to see the awesome attacks and subtle background Pokemon just hang out, hanging out. Sorry, I'm butchering this. <laughs> the amount of detail put into stuff like that really breathes life into the game. Well, I had best finished soft resetting for my team, 20 waifu flip-flops. Ten little men. The detail is actually really cool in the background. Um, there's one map. I mean, sometimes the Pokemon are just kind of standing there, but it's fine. Whatever. But there's this one where there's literally a Wobbuffet laying on a bench, and it's just like, paint me like one of your French girls. Uh, paint <laughs> me like one of your French vets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And so, okay. Well, that's it for the mailbag this week. <laughs> if that's not going to get anybody to buy the game, what will? Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> it for the mailbag this week. I don't know if you want to award the Green Taurus badge to any of these people. We probably yeah, should yes, do it to I the do. Sentient Pokeball. Yes, I do. The Sentient Pokeball. Uh, I want to give it to him. Yeah, that's my vote. <laughs> that was my vote from last week, and you didn't give it to him. And I, I totally really forgot mad. to do it last week. And so, uh, you get the Green Taurus badge, I'm, Sentient I'm Pokeball. I'm my hand. You can't see it. None of you can see it, but my hand is up. Uh, sentient Pokeball, I vote you. He gets my it. Favorite. He just gets it. I love you. Keep coming back. Uh, I want you on my team for Pokemon Go. Yes. So, yeah. go, go go to the website. You can apply for the badge. We'll give it to you. Um, let's see. So, next week, you guys all want to 
mailbag question. The mailbag question is going to be, what do you think about all this news from Pokemon Go and how it's going to play? Are you excited for it? Is it upsetting? Are your expectations crushed? Uh, let me know. Uh, send in an email, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And so there are a few more things to talk about, obviously. Um, if you are bored during the week and you've already emailed us because you love emailing us and you love talking to us, you should definitely check us out at pucklepodcast.com. You can chat with us in the chat box. We do two monthly chat box meetups now, the second Monday and third or fourth Friday, right? Fourth, fourth, Friday. fourth Friday. Fourth Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should check those out. Bit, yeah. We have the shiny Raikou from the Gen 4 distribution to give out to you guys if you show up to it next month. Uh, the month after that, I'm going to try to get an Entei or a Soikun for us. Um, we're going to see if we can do um, that. And so, if, also, if you want to just come to the website, you can check out all of the awesome articles on the website. If you want more news about what's going on in all of our lives, um, you can check out Puckle Podcast on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. Bo posts wonderful pictures about his life. I need to, I'm just going to start doing that too, Bo. I need to start doing that. Just awesome. anytime I do anything well, Pokemon, just post it. Yeah, well, I mean, I just post... I mean, I I work at a toy store, more or less, and mm-hmm. we have chalk outside the building. Um, and so I just, after my shift, I'll just go outside That's awesome. and Google, uh, Google image search a Pokemon and draw it. And the next two I need to draw are Meganium and Weavile. Um, I haven't had a good day to do it yet because of... Um, either weather or uh, my availability. Um, but uh, I do plan on getting Meganium and Weavile out next, and um, <laughs> I want to keep doing these chalk drawings all summer because people love it. Or in my community, they're just like, "Wow!" People writing chalk next to it, like I'm not an artist, but uh, I'm trying to tag Puckle Podcast in them as subtly as I can. <laughs> Puckle next to it, or Puckle Podcast, or like hashtag Puckle Podcast, you know, something just to just to draw some people in. But uh, the Facebook really likes these drawings, and I drew a Charizard. You can go back to the page and look like uh, look at the picture I drew of Charizard. Uh, it's it's I think it's all right um, for uh, a side a two dollar sidewalk chalk drawing. It's not bad. Yes. Uh, if you want to check out more stuff, though, you can also follow us on Twitter, at Puckle Podcast. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can, I need to go there more often. I feel so bad. We, I always promote it, and I never go there. <laughs> um, we also have a Tumblr, PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. If you want to do that, you can check that out. And let's see. Um, there are a few other things. If you haven't already, please review us on iTunes. That helps people find us, and I love reading your reviews. Um, it helps me us understand how to get better. And it also helps other people find us so we can grow. Um, and let's see. So we have that going on. We have the iTunes. And last thing is the Patreon. If you have not already, um, first of all, I would like to thank our current Patreon uh, patrons because they help us make the show way better in multiple ways. Both Scrawn and Maximus have gotten new microphones. Yes, which, and I thank you once again for that. Yes. yes uh, well, this is the first time they're hearing it for sure. <laughs> but... Um, they're, uh, th- we are very thankful for that. It helps us out. And so rewards actually start going out next month. And I wanted to make a couple of announcements about that. So we have a couple different tiers. If you haven't checked this out already at all tiers, you can just donate a dollar a month. If you want to, um, you can come and listen to this live show we put on every month and it does get released later, just about three weeks though. 
um, to the general public. But you get to come in live and you get to ask us questions and talk to us and suggest some games we can play or something like that. It's it's definitely a lot of fun to just come to those. You can, uh, but we're at the ten dollar a month level, which a lot of people are at actually. Which is thank you very much again. You get some exclusive Puckle swag, right? And so we are putting out new T-shirts uh, at the end of the month. I hope to have. I had I had some problems. I needed the sink to make T-shirts, and my sink ended up breaking. So it's finally fixed, so I can get everything going. Um, I'm actually wearing one of the prototypes of the new shirts right now, and uh, we're going to be uh, doing a green Toro shirt on the Etsy store and another shirt that I'm going to leave as a surprise. Um, but we're going to do an alternate colored green Toro shirt for our Patreon patrons uh, for the past three months. If you've subscribed to that level for three months, you get that. And Badge? Yes. Why don't I have a green Toro shirt? Because they don't exist yet. I'm wearing a different shirt right now. But you just said you were... Mm, I'm wearing a different shirt. Said, I'll, I'm wearing... I, we're putting out more than just a green Toro shirt, uh, Bo. Uh, but I want the green Toro shirt. There, there, will be, there will be one. There's going to be an alternate color one, though, for the patrons. I will grow hooves for it. <laughs> and um, what we're going to do... So if you start um, paying the $10 a month in April, only in April this month or this year, um, we're going to do flip-flops. With the Puckle logo on them. Because catch you on the flip-flop. That was apparently a big thing in the email signs sign-offs. So we're going to put the, we're gonna make some flip-flops with the Puckle logo on them and hand them out to the patrons. But I need to buy them in bulk. And so if you start uh, being a patron, I mean, maybe you can do it in May. So in April or May, if you start at that level in April or May and you donate for three months, you'll get these flip-flops. Uh, but if you start donating in like June or something, you're going to end up getting the alternate colored Green Toros t-shirt. And we'll move on from there. There's going to be some other alternate colored t-shirts as well. I have some really cool designs in mind. So keep that in mind. And it's going to be really, really cool. <laughs> Just dash, keep in mind, red looks really, really good on me. So I don't have any red ones right now. I, uh, I, I didn't say right now. I just said keep in mind. <laughs> I'd have to. We can talk about if you have if you have a product you want on a red shirt. Man with blue eyes, and I red is just my color, man. (laughs) And so check that out. We will. uh, I guess that's it then. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening once again. And I'm Trainer Thatch. Bo, this is where you say your name. Bo. Oh, I muted my microphone instead of (laughs) unmuting. I'm Bosephus. And I'm Mr. Maximus. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 